You are listening to the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. Every week, we bring you episodes that are centered around topics related to disabilities. As the host, it is my hope that you are not just inspired by these stories that are shared, but that you put some action behind your inspiration to do something that improves the lives of those who live with disabilities. I thank you, our loyal listeners, for your support and remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Our View for Life and to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to tell us what you enjoy most about the podcast. Let's get into this conversation. My name is Colleen Keith yes. Fall, and um, and I am a mother, uh, well, a wife, and a mother of two children, uh, two toddlers. Um, and I have a son and a daughter. And my daughter, who is 19 months old right now, she has two uh, two kind of major conditions. One of them being infantile spasms, and the other being a rare genetic disorder called tuberous sclerosis complex. And we found out about those conditions. She's 19 months old now. We found out when she was five months old about those. So a a little over a year ago now. And um, she has, she is such a beautiful little girl. She is, she is, you know, she has my heart. I'm biased. And I think she's the most beautiful little girl in the world. Um, But uh, (laughs) she, so when we found out about her, conditions though I mean I think every parent um assumes that when they have a child that that child is going to be kind of a clean slate healthy uh going to grow up and have like they know they don't know what they're going to be when they they grow up but they they have all of these hopes and dreams for them that they may or may not even realize that they have for their kids and Mm -hmm. um when we found out about Gracie her my daughter's name is Gracie uh, about Gracie's uh, conditions, it uh, was a real um, game changer for us. It was mm-hmm. a, it was kind of a roller coaster for us to go through as her parents to kind of adjust our uh, perspective of what her life was going to be like and what our lives by extension were going to be like. And for those of you who don't know, um, so her conditions are infantile spasms, which it is a very rare and dangerous form of epilepsy found in young children. Hmm. And basically what it is, is a child's brain starts having tiny little seizures over and over again, like seconds apart. And they happen in clusters of up to hundreds at a time. And they can be very damaging to a child's brain. And so when this starts happening, um, in my daughter's case, we could tell that she was having um, they're called spasms because her arms were shooting up in the air every 10 seconds. And at mm-hmm. first we didn't know what they were. We had to take her to the doctor and, and a neurologist had to do an EEG. And it was through an EEG that they found out that she was having seizures. So um, that's how we found that out. And and so they got her treatment and they ordered a bunch of different tests. And um, in the testing process, they also found out that she had tuberous sclerosis complex, which is a, um, a, a genetic disorder where you're born with um, a mutation on one of the genes in your DNA. 
and it's the TSC gene, and that gene is responsible for cellular regulating cellular growth in your body. And so when this gene is malfunctioning, it has a mutation on it, you start having random growths of cells all over your body. So what happens is you end up with all of these benign, non-cancerous tubers, all that just show up on your vital organs, in your brain, in your heart, on your skin, in your eyes, like, you know, they can show up anywhere basically. And they, and the, the tubers themselves, um, they're not cancerous. So they're not, they're not dangerous themselves, but depending on where they show up mm -hmm. and how big they are and how many there are, they can cause real um, health complications and they can show up almost anywhere at any time. So you really have to be uh, on it all the time and making sure that and monitoring to make sure that you know where the tubers are and, and, and are treating any health complications that are happening. And in Gracie's, can, in Gracie's case, she's got about at least 10 tubers that are in her brain. And that's almost definitely what caused the infantile spasms. It's what caused the seizures. So they kind of went hand in hand. Um, so those are her conditions. And um, as a result of that, she has a lot of developmental delays. She's very, she's, her speech is very delayed. She's very slow to, um, she, she's 19 months old and still won't eat solid foods. She, uh, we're getting her evaluated next, not next week, next month for autism. And even though she hasn't been evaluated yet, she, uh, I'm 100% sure that she that she has autism even though she hasn't gotten a diagnosis yet but so that's those are the complications that we know of so far she also had like a couple of holes in her heart and you know th there was a there was a bunch of stuff she had a lot of things that we had to monitor and and care for to help her uh, be as healthy as possible and so um coming back around to your question about my book when we found out about all of this um I am a very faithful person. And so I immediately took this to prayer and I was just praying with God and, and wrestling with this of God, what are you asking of me? And what are you asking of my baby? And I was really just kind of, especially at first, just, just very much struggling with, um, the new realities of to our life that I was having to adjust to kind of on a dime. We were just blindsided and shocked by it. And I was praying for God to fix my baby. I was praying, God, heal her. God, God, make her better. And in praying with that, the idea for this book came to me. And I think that God kind of inspired me to write it as an answer to my own prayer because it's a, it's a children's book. It's called God's Precious Gift, A Special Needs Child. And it's all about God's love for children with special needs and their parents. And it really drives home the message that children with special needs, I mean, it could be applied to, to anyone really. It doesn't have to be a, children with special, a child with special needs, but in this book, it's about a child with special needs and how just these children are so deeply loved by God mm -hmm. and how God does not make mistakes. And he gave 
these children to their parents, not as a mistake, not as an oversight or a punishment, but as a gift and as a precious gift from God. And that God also gives graces to the parents to be the exact parents that those children need. Mm -hmm. And that God has known that these children were going to be given to them long before the parents were ever even born. And he has been preparing them to be the parents of those children for their entire lives, whether they realized it or not. And there's just, there's a lot in there. And it's, it's all about just how, how these children are going to have an, uh, an, because God allowed their body to be so special, he made sure that their heart and their soul was special too. And he has a special place in it. He's, he's got, he's, he's made their path to heaven easier because of what's going on with their body and just, and, and how they are a gift from God to the people around them because he, because they are an avenue of God's grace to them. Uh, and it's, that's, that's kind of the, the message of the book in a nutshell. I, I kind of, I, I basically kind of just <laughs> almost read the whole book to you, but it's, uh, it's, <laughs> but it's this, it's the story of a mommy and a daddy who find out that their, that their daughter has special needs. And then it jumps to the prayer of this conversation of Jesus answering them. And that's, and, and Jesus has a conversation with the parents and he just, he brings so much hope and joy and reminds them that this, and helps them to understand that this is a gift that I did this. I allowed this to happen because I love you and not, not as a mistake, but this was, all of this was love and it is part of, and, and this is part of the path to heaven that I have prepared for you. Hmm. And, um, and that's, that was really a message that I think, I know I wasn't thinking that whenever I was praying with this and wrestling with this as a mom, when the idea for the book came to me. So I think God just kind of put it in there as an answer to, to my own prayer, like I said, and it was, it was really consoling uh, to, to kind of just, I wrote it. And then the next morning I came back and read it and it was like someone else had written it. Wow. So, <laughs> it was like, I remembered writing it, but I don't remember thinking what's to write. Wow. It was, it was kind of this really surreal experience, but yeah. it's a beautiful, I know I'm biased again, but I, I think it's a beautiful book. It's a great book. It sounds like a beautiful <laughs> book. It's again, it, it goes back to, you know, people, people need to learn and people need to be educated about certain things. And, mm -hmm. you know, as a parent, I'm not a parent, but I've had um, last Mother's Day, I had my mom on as a guest mm -hmm. uh, on the podcast. My dad uh, passed away when I was 17 um, of prostate cancer. Oh, yeah, but I had I had my mom on as a guest and um, one of my cousins uh, facilitated the conversation because like just the two of us would not have been uh, a good <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> but uh, one of my cousins uh, facilitated the conversation with the mm -hmm. two of us and um, you know, as you said, like every parent, you know, they they don't expect things uh, to come up for, for them, for their child, when their child mm -hmm. is born. And then, you know, you find yourself in these situations. And back when I was born in 1981, they didn't have the 3d ultrasounds 
that now detect mm -hmm. spina bifida. My parents didn't know I had a disability until I was born. So, mm -hmm. you know, everything was fine and everything was okay through the whole pregnancy. And then, you know, when I was born, the doctor says, oh, he has a hole in his back and it's spina bifida. My parents had no idea what oh. in the world that meant. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like, what does that mean? And, and what do we do? How do we handle mm -hmm. this? And it was a whole, you know, as, as I was growing up learning about spina bifida and how my life would be impacted, my parents were doing the same thing, apparently, because mm -hmm. it was it was new to them as well. So yes, I very much relate to that because I didn't know what Gracie's conditions were either when they told mm -hmm. us what they were. So I very much relate to that. Yeah, so it, it's really um, and my, my parents, uh, you know, we went to church every Sunday. And so we're, uh, you know, our faith is, is very strong. And, and it was, um, you know, having the conversation with my mom last Mother's Day on the podcast and hearing, um, you know, the things that she prayed for, for my life and, and just, you know, her own questions to God about, you know, why was this happening and, and mm -hmm. you know, how, you know, please make my life easier and, and not let it be a rough thing. And so <laughs> it's like hearing that you wrote this book um, based on like your own thoughts and your own prayers. It, it's really, mm -hmm. um, really encouraging to to hear um you know that you did this and i love that you said you wrote it and then it was like somebody else had written it and it was like <laughs> it, it really was it really was and everybody that i have ever met who has read my book has been kind of just universally just like this well it's a couple of different things they're either this or this so wonderfully affirms what i already knew that mm -hmm. my child or my sibling or whoever uh, is in their life uh, was such is such a gift from God, or it's someone who has who says this articulates so well what I needed to hear, and this is consoling my heart. Thank you for 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 doing uh, for allowing me to read this, and it's kind of become in a in its own way unintended by me. It's kind of become its own little kind of grassroots ministry kind of mm -hmm. thing for for people for families with special needs of just spreading the message of god's love for for these children and 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 adults with special needs and mm -hmm. and there's there's no age limit um and just everyone really um and it's i've had people tell me that they've read it with their children and it's been such a, and for families that don't have any special needs in them uh special needs children in them. And they said that this was a great conversation starter for them to talk about, uh, you know, children or, or people that they know who are different from them and, and God's love for them, like uh, friends that they have or people in their communities that they've seen that have something different about them. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to talk about, you know, why God would allow that to happen and, and what's happened and like, what is it exactly? And, mm -hmm. and how do we, how do we react to that? And like, you know, it's been a, it's been a wonderful um, resource for families mm -hmm. to begin that conversation. And it's been great. It's really been great for them. Um, and I didn't intend any of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It, it just kind of happened. God just kind of took it and ran with it. Yeah. And it is, it is great because it goes back to, um, you know, my, my reason for why I started my Our View company where my mm -hmm. nephew, his classmates were looking at me and I had to explain to him that there were 
you know, they were looking at me because they don't see someone with crutches or a wheelchair. Like that's, you know, it's something different mm -hmm. for them. So to have books that are being written, like the one that you wrote, um, where it shows, you know, a child with a disability and special needs, it, it mm -hmm. makes it okay. It makes it okay to talk about, to discuss these things. And even like mm -hmm. you said, for families that don't have a child, um, with a disability or with special needs, they just, you know, they can talk to their child about this and, and, um, and make it okay to, to have a conversation. I, uh, mm -hmm. Christmas, uh, a couple weeks before Christmas, my friend, uh, texted me and she said her daughter who was three, um, am I guess Amazon puts out like a Christmas book now, uh, like Toys R Us used to do back in the day. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So, she, so her daughter, who was three, she saw um, a new Ken doll from the Barbie and Ken franchise, and Ken is mm -hmm. using a wheelchair. So her daughter says she wants the Ken doll because it's like her Uncle Arthur, and oh. she has to have the Ken doll for Christmas. And a week or so after that, she, my friend texts me again, and she says, if you could have seen the confused look on this Santa Claus's face when my daughter's <laughs> explaining to him why she needs this Ken doll that's in a wheelchair like her uncle, she Aww. said, I had to actually go over to him and say, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I have a friend, have a friend from college who she calls her uncle. He uses a wheelchair. The Ken doll is in the wheelchair. All of a sudden it's her uncle Aww. Arthur. And so she, she needs it for Christmas. <laughs> that's beautiful and it was so, so beautiful and it I was love it. so great and Christmas morning she texted me and said hey let us know when we can call you and she called me and her daughter says oh I got this for Christmas from Santa and they named it Uncle Arthur um, her son did her son <laughs> named it Uncle Arthur she said I she said I was wondering what they were going to name it she said and I was in the other room and I just hear him going Uncle Arthur don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> and then and then come to find out her, um, my friend's uh, brother and sister-in-law got their son, um, it's a remote control wheelchair uh, that a guy, uh, I forget his name, his first name is Aaron, I believe. And um, he does all the tricks and stuff. He was on America's Got Talent, I think last season or, or two seasons ago. Oh. Um, and he has a, a motorized uh, remote control wheelchair that um, my friend's <laughs> brother and uh, his wife, they got their nephew, so they were all excited and you know, they called it an Uncle Arthur Christmas at their house. <laughs> so, That's awesome. That's you know, so, awesome. Yeah, so making toys like that and writing books like the one that you wrote are so important to be out into the world and it really helps with um, changing the way that people view those of us mm -hmm. uh, with disabilities. It makes it, again, it makes it okay to talk about and it's not a, a scary thing to discuss and um, I always love and I've said it a hundred times on this podcast, I love that my friends um, mm -hmm. allow me around their children to talk about my disability and to see my disability <laughs> and it's just, you know, it makes them comfortable to talk about and <clears throat> I have other friends who uh, my wheelchair comes apart like a transformer, the wheels pop off and the back folds down. And, <laughs> So he, um, I, have, I have friends who every time their son sees me, he's like, oh, I'm going to help him put his chair together. It's so cool. Like he thinks Aww. my wheelchair is cool. And, and I'm like, sure, of course you could help me. So it's not, it's not scary for him. And I, I love that because I, I'm 
hopeful that when they see a, another student that comes to their school with a wheelchair or crutches or any mm -hmm. type of disability, they can be okay with it and, um, you know, become friends with them. Like, you know, like their parents mm -hmm. became friends with me. And that's what, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what it really gives me uh, a lot of hope. So I said all of that to say, thank you for writing this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a pleasure. No, yeah. I, I it's like you're sharing your story, uh, your, your Christmas, your Uncle Arthur Christmas story. And, yes. this, and that's, I love that. <laughs> it reminds me of um, in college, my, I met and lived with for seven years, this wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, I say woman, she was, she's younger than me. She was my college roommate and she has spinal muscular atrophy and she is in a, a motorized wheelchair. And she is just the purest heart of gold person that you've ever met. And I bring, I brought, I, again, I've got two little toddlers at home and mm -hmm. my son in particular, we, br we bring them around her and he is like mystified by her wheelchair. He thinks it's the <laughs> coolest thing in the world. And what he really, really wants to do more than anything else is to climb on it. And we have to tell him, like, because when he tries to like knock her off, so like we have to tell him, no, that's Miss Alyssa's wheelchair, and it's like it's like that. <laughs> he he is just it's like the, these wheelchairs are are things of wonder to these yeah. kids, yeah. and they, he loves it. He loves it. he's one he wants to go see Auntie Alyssa so that he can so that he can like you know try to sneak onto her wheelchair, and like that's and he's he's. No matter how many times we tell him not to, he he keeps on he keeps on sneaking back to try to climb up on the back of it so that she won't see, uh, right. thinking that she won't see him climb on. And it's just it's the cutest, funniest thing. And she, and and my friend Alyssa just loves it. <laughs> she, oh my god, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> um, but it is. It's it, wonderful. It is, and it's really it's again it's just really great that like kids you know, they're not afraid of it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like, hey, this is a cool thing. I can climb on it. Like, that's, <laughs> let's, let's figure this out. Like, that's because I'm, you know, because I'm a kid and that's what I do. I climb on things. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> and it's, it's great that, especially if they're, if, if they're aware of and exposed to, to people with, with various disabilities and things from a young age, that just innate awareness develops mm -hmm. so that it, when they, grow up, if they see someone in school who's in a wheelchair, they won't be intimidated to go and make friends with them. And they won't think twice whenever, uh, you know what, we can't just walk straight into school. We need to go over to the wheelchair ramp to be able to get up on the sidewalk. And it just, right. it, like things like that won't, it'll, it'll just, it won't be a second thought to them. It'll just be automatic of just like, this is stuff to be aware of that is a part of my friend's reality and I'm here with them in that. And it, and it's part of my reality too. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be here with it. Right. And <laughs> it's, and I love that. Um, I love that you are spreading this awareness so that people can be uh, more aware and, and a closer community that is more inclusive of every one of its members that way. And I, mm -hmm. I'm so happy about that. Yes. So can you share with <laughs> us where you, where people can purchase your book? Sure, yes. Um, so it is available on Amazon. 
But I also have a website where I sell the book. And uh, for those of you out there who are wanting to support authors, I definitely make more revenue selling it from my website than selling it from Amazon. So uh, my website, and there's a lot of other information on my website about my daughter and about um, tuberous sclerosis and, and about all kinds of stuff on there. But um, my website is called godspreciousgift.com, www.godspreciousgift.com. Uh, and if you want to go on Amazon, that's fine too, but it's God's precious gift, a special needs child by Colleen Keith fall on Amazon and you'll find it there. Great. And that's where you can find it. <laughs> yes. And I have just one final question for you. <clears throat> and mm -hmm. that is in addition to your own book, of course, and the Bible, what book <laughs> would you suggest that everyone read? Okay, so I actually really put some thought into this, oh, and the, the <laughs> book that I came up the and because I only wanted to recommend a book that I've actually read mm -hmm. and that I know from my own experience that I could that I could say what this was really good to read. And the book that um, I came up on was this book called "How to Really Love Your Child" by Dr. Ross Campbell, and it's all about uh, the the needs of children. It doesn't necessarily um, specify special needs kids or not. It just says children in general. And it's their emotional needs that every child really needs. They need physical touch. They need eye contact. They need quality time with their parents. They need like just, it goes through this list of things that if you have a strong-willed child, if you have a shy child, if you have um, just whatever kind of a, or a special needs child, if whatever kind of child that you're dealing with, they all have this need from you as their parent. And it goes through how to really love them and make them feel loved. Because you can love, the point of the book is that you can have all the love in the world for your child, but if they don't feel loved, there's gonna, that child is gonna struggle. So this is how to communicate and make your child feel the love that you already have for them and to make it communicate and and transcend into their heart and for them to know that they are loved because of uh because of these things that you're able to do for them that a child's heart is receptive to and and is looking for and yearning for and needs and it was a wonderful book it's a short book it's an easy read but it's it was really helpful to me as a mother to read mm -hmm. and and to be aware of and things to do with my kids both of my kids and it's been, it was a really good book. Great. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story. And again, for writing that book, I will definitely be purchasing the book. And <laughs> I, um, I'm just, I'm really excited for, um, you know, for other people to read your book and to, um, to know that you're, you put something so good and so meaningful and necessary out into the world is uh really exciting so thank you um for sharing your story and uh to talk about your daughter gracie and it's just really you know it's just great to talk to you and i appreciate your time thank you so much it's been such a genuine pleasure being able to talk to you i've loved every minute of it oh, great great <laughs> anything yeah. i can do to help uh promote our view let me know because this yes. sound it's a wonderful organization and i definitely would want to uh help spread it, its message if i can oh thank you so much and i appreciate that and i will be in <laughs> touch with you soon <laughs> okay 
Thank you so much. You're welcome. This concludes this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our YouTube channel. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. If you have a topic or a person, or if you are a person who would like to be interviewed for an upcoming episode of the podcast, send us a DM on Instagram, send us a message on Facebook, or you can email me at ourviewforlife at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.